Welcome to the first episode of the SBISD EdTech Podcast. I'm Shelby Acevedo, and with me today is my colleague, Crystal Weiss. Woo! First episode! We're making it happen! We are very excited uh, about this new endeavor and its power to create connection in a way that overcomes the barriers of time and space, which we have really found to be the hugest barriers in creating connection and community among um, educators. Um, and today, our topic is Spring Branch Vanguard Fellowship. And we are very grateful to have four Vanguard Fellows here with us to share a little bit about their experience in the program. Amaryllis William, who is Vanguard Emeritus, and she will share a little bit about what that means in a bit. Um, Bailey Dizdar, Cohort 2, and two months from being Emeritus. Uh, Christine Jackson is a Cohort 3 Fellow. Oh, Hello. <laughs> And Lori Guerra is a cohort four fellow. Hi. So with that, I so our listeners know what we're talking about. What is Vanguard? That is the million dollar question. It is a million dollar question. People want to know all over the district, which is another really great reason to get started on podcasting. So you can find out what EdTech is up to from the comfort of your pajamas or driving to work every day, wherever you are. But Vanguard really is a transformational learning journey. We are, we created Vanguard to give teachers a space to develop their skills. And what that skills, what that skill is, is dependent on them. It's a three-year commitment. And the hallmark of the program is that it's not just another thing, that it is their work. It is the thing. Honestly, we're not extra. We're supporting them in their ability to create the future that they want for their classroom. And the work of the fellowship builds capacity in those teachers through self-awareness, leadership, blended learning, digital leadership, so that when they're in their classroom, they are doing the things that they need to do from a place of being confident and knowing that they're supported. So we bring that support to them, however that support is needed in their classroom. So it is totally about their goals and what they're doing. And a lot of people might be thinking right now, well, you haven't said anything about technology. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Tech integration. What? But technology is a piece of Vanguard in transformational learning I mean, we are the ed tech department, so we think transformational learning is going to happen with technology. But that's not the only piece of transformational learning. There's a mindset piece, and there is the piece where teachers are confident because many folks are trying, but they don't necessarily have the confidence. We work with teachers who really think, I'm horrible with technology, but that is completely untrue. And our work is to help them find their way through that. Or you might find someone who is beautiful with tech integration. They can whip out a Padlet in 30 seconds and get their kids going, but there's not substance behind that. And so then the work is to help them figure out their why. They're using it because it's beautiful, but why are they using it? So we're really looking to go deeper into the technology piece with helping set the foundation for why you might want to implement a tool or what solution to a challenge in your classroom are you doing? And so the work of the ed tech department as coaches for the fellowship is to help them to discover those things on their own. 
Yeah. Well said. I couldn't agree more with Crystal. Um, and I, I also want to share that, you know, oftentimes Vanguard teachers will get so excited about the work they're doing with a tool or a particular technology. And when they talk about it, they fail to realize that they're giving way too much credit to the tool and not really giving credit to themselves or sharing, you know, the, the fact that they made the choice to try something different because they were trying to solve a pedagogical problem in their classroom um, and to really bring them into awareness around what decision did you make? Where, where were you in your practice with your kids that made you seek some something new or something else or some other way to meet kids um, in whatever way they need to reach every kid? Um, and so, yeah, I, good description, Crystal. Kudos. I've been working on that for four years. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And so we are in our fourth year moving into our Vanguard open season is now. It closes November 2nd. um, And we are looking for new fellows to join cohort five. Um, And with that, let's hear a little bit from our guests, Amaryllis, Bailey, Christine, and Lori. I share a little bit about why you apply to join the Vanguard Fellowship. Um, We'll start with our emeritus fellow, Amaryllis William. So uh, emeritus, first of all, emeritus means that I'm the oldest. Like, it's <laughs> pretty much, we were uh, cohort one and we became emeritus last year because it was a three-year commitment. But um, the ed tech department did not just say, oh, year three, bye, we don't want to see you anymore. It wasn't like that. We still have the support from all the ladies at the tech department. We still can can be coached by them. We have all the resources available to us. So just because you move, if you're never moving out of the program. You're still part of the program, even if you're cohort one or cohort 17, hopefully, in 2025. Speak the future you want. (laughs) Um, So for me, the application process was like, I came from Puerto Rico in 2008, and I came from book and pencil and pen to, I have a computer? Like, I have a computer. There's this big computer in the classroom. What is that? It was an active board. So I wanted to know how to use that, and not only as a projector. So for me, that triggered me to start going to all these trainings. And I would go to every time a training said technology, I would go. I just wanted to know, like, okay, so I have the technology. I want to use it. And uh, then uh, years passed, and I, we got the, an email that said, we're starting this new thing, and it's Vanguard. And do you want to be part of it? It is it is with the people that have been training you. And I'm like, yay, okay, maybe I can do something with this technology that I have. And uh, it was very, um, very weird to be in that first group because I remember our first meeting was, uh, let's define what Bangor is. <laughs> <laughs> and really, building the plane as one. <laughs> and, and really, it was more like, uh, yeah, let's define it and what you think Vanguard should be. Because we really didn't have a clear 
um, like mission, vision, and goal. That year was pretty much okay. This is the ideal that we have in our heads, and let's let's just start working on how it would look like. And it was never shown like um, it wasn't a failure. It was more like we're gonna grow together. We're gonna make this so amazing, so that the teachers that come after you. They feel confident. They feel like they can do something with this program. So I think that's my application story. And we're glad you applied. <laughs> Bailey. So I applied to Vanguard actually because my IT coach recommended it to me. Um, I'd been getting some emails and didn't know what things were real and what things were not real. Um, and then as a teacher, I was working like 60 to 80 hour weeks and I was frustrated and I just wanted something that meant something. So not in addition to my responsibilities, but something that would help me implement my responsibilities better. Um, and so Terry, yay Terry, said, hey, you should try this Vanguard thing. Um, and poor Amy, whenever I had my application process, because all the questions were about tech, and I said, is that all I'm supposed to do is just use tech? And she was like, no, like we're all about you as a teacher and implementing good pedagogy and practice for your students. And the outcome has always been students. Um, so it was absolutely wonderful going through that application process, somebody hearing me, um, supporting me and saying, yes, we want to help you be the best teacher that you can be for your students. I think I'm going to have to steal that paper because I didn't mention students, but really it does come back down to our kids. I think that anybody, everybody at the table is nodding right now. You all have to nod out loud. <laughs> it's our yes. first podcast. We're used to it. But yes. Everybody say nodding. Um, it comes down to the students and that right. needs to be seared into my brain for sure. I think about y'all, but y'all are thinking about your kids. Definitely. Thanks. Christine? Okay, so I started in another school district and I had a friend who worked in Spring Branch and sometimes I would come visit her in her classroom while she was planning and she's had this really cool book with a little wheel on the cover and it was the innovative, innovator's mindset. And then she was like looking at her furniture, she was redesigning everything and I was like, well, what are you doing? What are you working on? And she's like, I'm changing an experience for my students. Um, I was like, well, where'd you get these resources? And she's like, oh, I'm part of Vanguard. They gave this to me. But where I was currently at, everything was very rigid and narrow, and I felt very isolated. And then I was asking her, like, tell me more. And then she kind of shared her story and experience. And then the following year, I moved to our district. And then I don't think I applied the first year, even though I'd heard people say, like, oh, this window's open. I still still a little fuzzy. Um, but kind of like what Bailey's saying, I was working on some things in my classroom and I just still felt isolated as in I would look online for ideas and I'd collaborate with my teaching partner and I had support, but I was really looking for a community of people who were trying new things or working on new things that I could be. I was looking for a community of people that were just open to sharing ideas and collaborating. And so then I applied. Um, the second year. So. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, can you share the Vanguard fellow you connected with? 
Yeah, it was um, Crystal Nicholas. Crystal Nicholas, also Vanguard Cohort 1 Emeritus, AP now at Northbrook Middle. Very exciting. Lori? So my experience is a little bit different. Um, I came into Spring Branch ISD as a librarian and not as a classroom teacher, um, but I also have a master's degree in educational technology. Um, and so in my previous experience as a classroom teacher and as a librarian, I found that a lot of teachers um, that I was working with weren't necessarily interested in ed tech or they may have had an interest in it, but they didn't necessarily know how it could transform their practice and how how it could transform their practice and how it could really and truly elevate their student learning. Um, and so last year, um, being here in Spring Branch ISD and at a new campus as a librarian, I really wanted to connect with educators in Spring Branch ISD that were also passionate about the use of technology and transforming those learning experiences for students. Um, and I just randomly received an email about applying for Vanguard. And I honestly had no idea what it was being brand new to the district. So I started kind of asking around on my campus, asking teachers that I had worked with what it was. And they immediately, without hesitation, were like, you need to apply. And so I kind of looked at the application process and I thought about it. And I was like, this is something that I can commit to. Um, and realizing that I wanted to... I wanted to create a reality for myself um, where I was connecting with other educators that were like-minded, but also could help me better who I am as an educator. Um, it was, there was no question. I knew I had to apply. Um, so I gave up my fear of creating videos and hearing my voice and um, <laughs> went through the application process. And today too. And today too. And um it was one of the best decisions I definitely made. And then afterwards, I realized that a lot of the people that I had been connecting with about technology were also in Vanguard. <laughs> and I didn't even realize they were in Vanguard until after I became a Vanguard fellow. Um, so it's been really, really nice to have um, a fellowship of like-minded educators who are all wanting to expand on our practice and become better educators through becoming better humans. You brought up the, almost everyone echoed that the community was an important piece. Mm -hmm. And and that's one of the reasons why we're here today is to try to help continue to build that community when we are spread out throughout the district and not all on the same campus and able to meet all at the same time. So I appreciated that. For sure. So each of you, and you can popcorn out any way that you'd like, um, what has opened up for you as a professional, as a human, as a result of um, doing the work your work as a fellow, um, and being a member of the Vanguard community. For me, this is Amarilis. Uh, for me, as a professional, the first thing that Vanguard did for me was just empower me to take more risks. Mm -hmm. Because as a teacher, you always want to try new things, but you're always so careful about what are they going to think, Am I the only one crazy? Am I like because you look around you and you don't find anybody else trying these new things? And then just being able as a human too, like being part of the community where we're all risk takers and we're all trying new things. And we failed the first couple of times, but we didn't give up. So just knowing that we have a whole team 
of people that, yeah, I tried it. My first time was horrible, but then I kept trying. Like, it gives you hope. Mm-hmm. It gives you the opportunity to see beyond what happened at that moment. And it lets you see forward. It lets you see what, what could happen if you keep trying and if you keep just embracing technology and, and more than technology, just having that community of people that this is how I built relationship with that student. When, because it becomes more than just tools. It becomes like a true way of, of life for the teacher that is background. I just like the way I wish podcast had video at this moment. <laughs> Although I love the podcast, no video feature, but I just love you can see Amaryllis' face as she said what she said. Um it was really powerful to see you, the joy that was coming across your face, your eyes lit up about all the things. It's very clear to me, just if I couldn't hear your voice that I can see in your face, that the community really has been crucial to your professional practice, but also your practice as a human and being able to connect and contribute to other people, your students in particular. That was really awesome to see. Visualize that, listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so this is Bailey. Um, I'm going to echo that, and but my word was confidence. So whether it is trials, whether it is reframing, whether it's a thought process or coming up with ideas, you have this bigger and they'll break you down into smaller cohorts. Cohorts, thank you. Um, but you get to practice things and you get to say, hey, this is an issue that I was having in my classroom. Do you guys have any ideas? And they come up with like 15 and then you, and then further, the other word that I had was vision. So we did something called, um, well, I'm not going to tell you because you'll have to see it. Uh, but I got to focus on what I stand for and kind of what my vision is as a teacher. So with all of these trials, with all of this reframing, I think that we all came together and we built this community where we can have grit and confidence um, to keep going because we know what's important with this vision um, and what we're standing for as educators for our kids. Because if we come together, then we can focus on solving problems and then the students benefit and the whole community is uplifted. Um, this is Christine. And so I like both the things you said was pretty much everything I was going to say. Um, I really liked that Vanguard talked about the human side of being a teacher and being in the work of education. It's not something you hear all the time whenever the focus is scores and this other lens. Um, So it did give you confidence or me confidence as a teacher. It also was a safe place to know that not everything's going to be perfect and you weren't expected to be perfect. I loved having a mentor and I still have, even though I'm in a new role, I still have a mentor. Um, I just loved all the built-in support because then when things didn't go right in the classroom, I still felt like I could carry on because ultimately I wanted something better for my students than what I was working on in the moment. Um, I really love the opportunity to go to ISTE, like to travel and go to ISTE. ISTE is a technology conference and um, it's just, You learn so much from so many different individuals right next to you, working in the same area globally. I mean, it just, it, oh, I just had this like 
want or desire to learn more. And it just opened so many doors for me just to have all this information come in. And some of it, I would just take what I needed. And then some of it was really impactful and changing for me. So, um. I think on that part of ISTE, when you are adventurous in the classroom, it's like you're in your little fishbowl. Yes. And you're hard. like super, like you're that fish. Like you're <laughs> like, <laughs> that and then fish. you go to ISTE, yes. you know, like just imagine it. And you're like, there's little tiny Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like, I know um, I think, the first time I went, it was like uh, brain explosions. I think the fishbowl analogy is like perfect for what I'm trying to describe. Like I, I was a part of a small, tiny system and I felt alone and I was doing what I could to reach out. And by no means was I not supported, but just all of these other avenues opened up and I could really, it took me almost a year or two after I because I knew I wanted things to change, but having access to so many different resources allowed me to be even more reflective. And in the beginning, maybe I was vain. I was like, oh, I like this technology or I want to try this, this, this. But towards the end, I was like, wait, I could circle back. This is what my students need and here's where I could go with this. So um, I really appreciated that too. Um, I just think one of the most important things that Vanguard opened up for me was uh, vulnerability. I think as teachers, sometimes we have this hard shell that we have to be perfect all the time and we have to put on this front that everything's wonderful in our class, even though it may not be, or everything's wonderful in my case in the library, even Mm -hmm. though it may not be, Mm -hmm. um, and that, you know, everything is wonderful. But I think Vanguard gave me an avenue to be vulnerable and be reflective upon what actually was happening and understand that we all go through hard times and we all have, you know, things that are happening um, that can impact our work. Um, but at the end of the day, it connected me with my why. And my why is always going to be students. Like always, first and foremost, it's going to be my students. It's going to be them learning um, and appreciating the fact that they can become lifelong learners. And so I think um, able my ability to connect and be vulnerable and understanding that it was a safe place to be vulnerable from day one, like I never ever walked into a Vanguard anything where I didn't feel like I couldn't be my authentic self and truly be open to new experiences, but really being reflective as well on the experiences I've already have and connecting them all together and kind of stringing them to understand that no one has a perfect story, but we're creating the story as we go and understanding that the more we're reflective on our practice, then the better the outcome is going to be for our students. Um, And I think that Vanguard opened that door um, for me here in Spring Branch. Just copy and paste everything you said to what I meant to say. (laughs) (laughs) Can we copy paste on a podcast? Is that a thing? Oh, we can. We can can edit that in. Just layer my voice in over it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, uh, Lori, for that great segue. Crystal, do you have, you want to chime in on that? I have someone to chime in. Um, I'm Florida. Yeah, I was just like, all the things she's saying, all the things. Flowers are blooming around your face. <laughs> to segue from that vulnerability piece, um, so Vanguard, we have sort of an unspoken rule, although we have kind of said it in some of our Van Learning days. You leave your uh, self judgment and ego at the door of the TTC. If you really want it back, you can pick it up on the way out, but you don't need it in here. Um, so we do a lot of work around self leadership. Um, 
Crystal, I, Amy, Stephanie, we, we do a lot of work because we do feel like having awareness and clarity around who you are and what your purpose is as a human and a professional really does give you access to being um, or causing huge growth in your students and your colleagues. Um, so with that, talk a little bit about where you have seen uh, impact in your work uh, manifest for other people, your students, your colleagues, in regards to how you listen to them, in regards to how you, you, you treat them, in regards to kind of experiences you create for them in the classroom and maybe in the PD space, because we know all four of you are now um, in a different role. You're <laughs> transformational learning specialists. Um, and so talk a little bit about, about that. Where have you seen um, your experience as a fellow manifest into growth experiences for other people? So I love, this is Bailey, um, that Lori said that she felt like she could be vulnerable because my biggest word for um, even classroom and coaching practice is no judgment um, and reframing that, that there is a spectrum of where everybody is at. So whether it is your kids, whether it is um, administrators, whether it is fellow teachers, wherever you're at, um, there, it's just a spectrum and we're helping somebody progress to the next step. So one quote that we've gone through in our trainings is our job is to teach the students that we have, not the ones we'd like to have, not the ones we used to have, but the ones that we have right now. Um, and once you can identify where your kids are or your staff is or wherever you're at, once you identify their location now, then you can make the next step. Um, and so in my classroom, students, I really wanted to focus on communication. And so if I can give a little shout out to It's Learning Pathways, I will, because they were beautiful. A piece of technology helped me have more face-to-face -face interaction with my kids which was amazing. Um, it gave them autonomy. It helped me become more targeted and focused in how I have communications with fellow workers and with students. It helped me sequence my thought process because sometimes I'm a little bit like a spider web <laughs> um, and I couldn't communicate clearly to my kids the goals that I wanted them to have. Um, so yes, that no judgment piece starting there where I could have no judgment on myself no judgment on the people I was working with and just figure out where we're at blanket statement and then next steps from there. Awesome. For, for, this is Amarilis. Uh, for me in the classroom, I think it gave me the opportunity to empower the students because I, it's like when mama's happy, everybody's mm -hmm. happy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so because I felt empowered and because I took risks, then the kids felt empowered. I remember that I made like eight little lanyards, lanyards mm -hmm. for the students and they said ex experts. And I didn't have to give those up. When they feel comfortable enough to explain whatever we were doing, and be there for the other students, they will go grab one and put it around their necks. And they were like, oh yeah, miss, I got you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they they know what we, if they see, it became seamless. That just, it wasn't about me. And that as a teacher, sometimes it becomes like a struggle because you're supposed to know all the answers and you're the person that needs to give them. And really when you let that go, and you allow the students to give you, and you allow the students to, to show you 
how how they can teach each other, how they can explain it. And then it became my, I would tell them, I think someone else can explain it better than me. And they were like, they will feel encouraged to be, to stand up and say, you know what? Yes, I'll, I'll put that on. And it was just like a cape, like a superhero cape for some of our students. Because even if it was a little thing that they can help others with, at that moment, they were the ones that hold that key. And it was so powerful for them. Now, as a coach, uh, I'm thinking back at what, what we were talking when Christine mentioned ISTI. I remember that first time I went to ISTI, and I'm like, I don't know anything. <laughs> I thought I knew stuff. So now as a coach, <laughs> I think that I can see where the teachers are, and I go back to my first experience at ISTI. So when I go and talk to the teachers, even if it's like, I can't open my email or I can't make a document, I go back to how I felt, like when I saw all that technology and I'm like, it doesn't matter where I, I was at that moment, I still have so much to learn. Mm -hmm. So I, I have, as a coach right now, I see it like, oh, their journey is gonna be a lot of fun because these are the, a lot of little things that I can help her and and that empowers teachers and I keep saying empowering but that's that's what you do you empower them you build their tool belt I was given the tools and everything that I learned from Vanguard poured into my classroom and so that was a huge impact on me being a teacher and a huge impact on the experiences that my students had um, being a student in my classroom and then um you know, you're a part of Vanguard and you're a part of this community. And so Vanguard is really intentional about naming um, certain skills, such as creating commitments, understanding resistance, um, being above and below the line. And, and there's a whole, there's a whole myriad of other things, but then that also poured into my classroom when I was interacting with my students, it impacted me because I was like, okay, here are some skills that I've learned and I've named, and I'm going to be very intentional about my actions. And so just the whole growth process, there were tangible skills that I was taught. And then it really just impacted my lens and my growth as a teacher. Um. Um, to piggyback on what everyone is saying, I think that Vanguard in its work in empowering you as an educator, like now in our work as coaches, like we get to give that back to our teachers. So we, it creates a full cycle. We're feeling supported and we're feeling empowered as educators. And so now we get to support and empower other educators. Then they get to go into their classroom and support and empower their students. And this just creates a cycle of learning um, that empowers everyone to become lifelong learners in their journey and feel safe in their environment to fail and make mistakes, but learn and grow from them. Um, and knowing that they have a network of people now that are in their corner. Um, so seeing that through Vanguard and then having that perspective and being able to take it back and give back to the community that we work within is super impactful um, and being able to transform our practices and therefore help others transform their practices and what they're doing. I appreciate how you all said something about growth or empowerment because it really is not about being perfect and then coming to the fellowship. 
every time that I talk to someone about Vanguard, if they're not already really entrenched is I'm not good enough. I just dabble. I'm not there yet. I don't have those tools. And that's not what the program is about. It really is about meeting folks who have a mindset where they are so that we can help take them further. They have the drive. Everyone who's who's applied to, for Vanguard has the drive. And then we can help them because it is about your growth. It is about empowering you. It is about making sure that you are the person that you want to be for your students. So thinking about that and knowing that there are probably some folks out there who are thinking, this sounds great, but I don't know if I have time or I don't know if I have the skills. What might you say to them? So my advice to anybody considering Vanguard is to think of it like an investment. You are getting a community behind you that is going to support you, is going to have tools that you can use, it's going to it's gonna be there when you fail and they're going to be there when you do great things to celebrate you. So it's just that community on its own, that's a game for your life. Um, for me, when you asked that question, a couple of teachers actually popped to mind that I have suggested they be in Vanguard. Um, and some of them have doubts and some of them have fears that they can't or can try something new. Some of them just feel too overwhelmed, like it's in addition to something. Some of them feel guilty because they're not the teacher that they were looking for. Um, and if that's you, then Vanguard is your place because it helps you turn all of those emotions into being compassionate with yourself and others. Um, forgiveness. It changes you to have discernment about where your classroom is and what next steps you need to have. Um, it empowers you and it makes teaching fun again, uh, which is something that I had lost for a minute. So do it. Yeah, I agree with Bailey. Just very simply, just, just apply. Um, that is what Vanguard is. The essence of it is your work in progress. And now here's this community to be in that work in progress with. Um, there's very low risk and there's a very high reward to it. Low risk, high reward. Yes. That's our new um, motto. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I second everything they just said. I literally think if you're considering it, if you're on the fence about it, if you're not sure if you should, you should. You should definitely apply. You're going to have nothing to do but gain amazing community and support and be empowered as an educator and as a human to go forth and put forth your best self. And you're going to give it back to everyone that you work with and everyone that you touch and everyone that you um, are surrounded by. And so it, like Amarillo said, it's an investment in yourself and it's an investment in your community. So if you're considering it, you should definitely apply. Thank you all. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the just go for it mentality because I think we have as humans and probably as educators a lot, we overthink and then we miss out. And this is your opportunity to do something amazing for yourself. So our ladies have shared some amazing things. And now I'm going to ask them to share one word that... <laughs> 
still know. It's still hard. We had a little you had a dry run. With, um, with recording <laughs> the first time around with this one word, and it's still hard, <laughs> even though we've already done the one word. <laughs> 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 to pick that one word. Still, still hard. So, well, anyone can start out, but what is your one word that sums up your experience being in Vanguard? An expedition. Expedition. Transformational. Light. Perseverance. Perseverance. And I think Shelby and I both would say a huge thank you to all of you for being here today. Those words are a commitment to yourselves and to the folks who are listening who are soon going to be part of this family that we have created. So thank you for sharing that. For sure. Um, the Vanguard Cohort 5 application is open now. Um, for application information, visit the vanguard.springbranchisd.com homepage or find us on Twitter at SBISD EdTech or shoot us an email at edtech at springbranchisd.com. We're happy to answer any questions, um, give you some encouragement for applying or um, nudging to apply. <laughs> um, but I, I will leave with echoing um, these ladies and saying, if, just do it. Um, you know, you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. And it may be just the thing that you need to take that next step in your professional career for your colleagues and your students. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. And also thank you so much to our Vanguard fellows that joined in and shared their insight and experience. Emerilis William, Bailey Dizdar, Christine Jackson, and Lori um, Guerra. You definitely mic dropped on this one. Um, and we're so grateful for your time and um, being game and partnering us with the, in this first episode. Um, that's a new journey for us in EdTech. So we're very excited. To our listeners, stay tuned for future SBASD EdTech podcast episodes um, coming soon to a podcast platform near you. Bye.